Welcome back, everybody, to the Free Agents Podcast for episode two here of Big Brother Reindeer Games. We are still having fun. It's only been 48 hours, uh, but we're still having fun, and we're going to get into another uh, fantastic episode of Big Brother. Yes, that's what we are saying, a fantastic episode of Big Brother here in late 2023. It's insane. Of course, I am Matt alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, still feeling festive? Ooh, hello, ho, ho. Yes, I am. I'm excited to be back. You know, I was worried. I was like, I can make this commitment, and then who knows what happens. <laughs> but I am excited to stay, uh, to say I'm still on board with Reindeer Games and also excited that we have managed to contact your favorite co-host to be here as well. Oh, my God. I said that <laughs> one time. I don't even know what I said. And he has never let that Really? <laughs> Welcome in uh, to officially now, uh, I will say, because the other one certainly won't let things go, my favorite co-host of all time, Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? Oh my god, he's never said that about me before. He's said it on the choir room. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like he's like said it because he felt obligated to say it. He's never said it in my absence. It is in when, you, when you're alone, that's when it counts, okay? <laughs> Oh my god, that's the best Christmas gift ever. I'm so happy to be here. As I'm sure some of you listeners know, if you're at all familiar with uh, Matt and I's work on the Quiet Room, <laughs> our little uh, Glee podcast that we have been, uh, so many episodes of that. I am such a big fan of the holidays, so you mixing up holiday cheer and festiveness with one of my favorite shows of all time, like, I am just like in a world of just joy and just I, I i just can't take it every time i see this show on my tv screen i just the, the endorphins just rush straight to my blood i just i love it so much i'm having such a good time yes knew you had to uh hop in on here when we talked about having guests for this and, and meanwhile scally uh amon can correct me if i'm wrong but i think this is him and i's first podcast together of 2023 after oh. <laughs> Well, no, uh, didn't we do, we did something at the beginning of this year, didn't we? I don't It was like back in February. I think it was something to do, I think we were, we were recapping your results from your Glacket that you did on, on, um, uh, on, on Twitter. You might be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, let me see what the date was. Yeah, February 27th. Wow. You have a great memory. That's yeah, the thing we were... about both of my co-hosts. They have great memories. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> or we hold grudges. one of you do i don't speak for a mod anyway uh so yeah the uh the christmas spirit is alive and well within you amon the uh big brother reindeer games second episode just aired uh and finished about a half hour ago so far through two episodes your thoughts i i'm i'm having the best time i you know i i was you know I love Christmas, but when they when Julie did announce this and CBS started promoting it, I was like, ah, I really don't know about this. And we got the news that it was going to be. I was I was fine with it being Christmas. I I, I loved that section of it. When we heard there was going to be all comps, I was like, okay, they don't really have the best history when it comes to comps. The show is pretty much all comps, all, anyways, as it is. So I'm like, Ugh, what does that mean? But then when the episode premiered last night and we got like to see so much house activity and so much like more like strategy and social positioning. I was like, okay, I'm into it. And what I love the most about it is the cast seems to just be trying to have a good time with it as well. It feels relatively low stakes. Like, yes, the prize money is a hundred K, which isn't nothing to, you know, sniff your nose up at, but a lot of these people have either one or one America's favorite, some of them very recently. So I would have to imagine that they're probably not hurting too much for cash i'm not gonna you know dip my hand into anybody's purse but like (laughs) i feel like they're probably mostly okay so it feels like this can be yes competitive but still just light and just fun and it doesn't have to get too intense too quickly so i think that's probably like the best part of all of this and on top of it just being this time of year it's just i really could not ask for something greater i'm having such a good time yeah they're playing a game. Like, first and foremost, we weren't sure if they were going to be, if it was just going to be comps, if there was going to be any social strat, whatever. Um, there is. They're playing a game. They're coming back in each day with targets on their mind, alliances, you know, uh, whether there's some that are loose or, or more uh, whatever. They're coming in here to play, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, 
So and Scally through two episodes, uh, episode two, just as good. Um, I mean, it's hard to like match that hype of a premiere, but I'm still very much enjoying it. Uh, the ideal boot order has continued, so I'm really uh, having fun with this. Yeah, so like the the boot order is certainly giving. Uh, it's just a matter of I'm like, okay, well, once all of the people that. Uh, you want to go home early, go home, uh, and then it's eventually going to start getting down to the people that you just don't want to see go home. It's like, well, those are still going to be tough episodes to watch certain people leave uh, if and when that happens. But uh, I just have to, like, remind myself, like, it's better now in episode three or four or five or whatever than in episode one or two. So I'm, I'm staying optimistic. A final four. We can get down to my preferred top four and I'll be just fine. <laughs> Which is yeah. the red team, no? <laughs> And like I said, I'll be fine either way because it's like these people are gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. So many of them are already like you know, like Josh is gonna be fine. Like he's he's on challenge after challenge after challenge. Like he's gonna be okay. Like Nicole is gonna be okay. Taylor most definitely is gonna be okay. No matter who wins this, like it's it's gonna be okay. Like so, I'm just I'm just allowing myself to just to like really just bask in like this a bb christmas special which is something that i've been wanting for the longest time i tweeted about it years ago and i still cannot (laughs) believe that it's happening right now it doesn't even feel real it's just like really they were actually doing it this time and a lot of people are liking it so much that they're like they're already wanting it to come back for next year and i have to say as much as i'm loving it i disagree I would much rather this be like a once every three or four years thing because I don't want this to become so commodified to it's to the point where people literally get on because people already get on Big Brother hoping to get on the next All Stars right I don't want people to be like I want to get on Big Brother so that I can be in Reindeer Games like no Reindeer Games <laughs> needs to be like a treat it needs to be like a you know once in a you know in a blue moon type of thing to maintain its innocence to maintain its freshness to maintain its just like uniqueness and novelty so. Don't bring it back next year. You know, give us a couple more regular seasons, maybe a couple more celebrity seasons thrown in there, and then bring us back to Reindeer Games. That's what I say. I'm I'm good with that as well. I, I don't want to see a conversation in the BB26 house of being like, oh yeah, this guy's definitely so popular with America, they're gonna bring him on Reindeer Games. I'm like, eh, too meta. Like no. we already get <laughs> Amazing Race. Like, sh- no, shut up. I don't um, know. I feel like you have to be traders level casting to end up on Raider, Reindeer's Game for this first season. So outside of Cameron, like basically any other person I could see is ending up on the traders at some point, and it is really hard to make that big of an impact in like the month after your season yeah like if they did this again next year and you were trying to keep up the same level of cast like you would need to go with like like you'd need to somehow convince will to be here and dan uh and chanel will be off her contract by then and just like uh, how do you get another list of like eight names that are or yeah eight uh not counting cameron or at least uh whatever how many (laughs) spots filled that uh are as exciting as this one it's going to be I've already seen wish list. <laughs> people yeah, are people ready. are people are. Who are who are it. other names besides like the people that I just mentioned that we would? Uh, uh, I'm not saying that there's no other names out there, but I just like nobody else is coming immediately to mind. I'm asking you I'm, both. Uh, literally, first of all, just like Kaser is easy. Like okay. Paul is easy. Like Davon, Ian, oh like God, Bailey. Devon. Like there's so many fun people. Just even like the only people we liked on BB22. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like there's right, yeah. So there's there's names out there. No, you're. Right. I was just. I just. I, I couldn't think of any names, so I was uh, asking. Um. So yeah, again, boot order has been good. It's been fun, Scally. One thing that we didn't talk about uh, in our first episode recap is the little cartoon that plays at the beginning of the episode, which is adorable. It's so cute. Um, yeah, one of my favorite things reminds me of like is it Eight Crazy Nights, like the little opening. I thought it was very well done, and I'm a big fan. I would want to be on wearing on Reindeer Games just to get that. Like, I want that to you know play over and over in my living room. Right, or like any any of the like Taylor and that GIF of her rolling into the snow and uh, the way that she emerged. <laughs> like, that's all she needed from this season. That's that's yeah. It. That's that's the GIF of the season right there. Like, it's just trademarked. That's it's, it. It's perfect. Yeah, I enjoy the cartoon, too. I didn't even... I, I think I missed it the first time around. Um, and I was, like, grabbing, like, some like some tea as, like, as the show was starting. And I, like, I just made it to my couch. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute! Like, 
I just, it's, it's everything about this. Is, I, I just, I can't, the house itself is just such eye candy. My eyes just want to absorb everything. All the little gingerbread men, the little ornaments, the little baubles, the, the, the tinsel, the, 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 the garland everywhere, all the little small details. It's just, they went all out in this, like, in this, in, 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 in all of these sets. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so good. I just love it. I love it. Yeah. They definitely were planning this longer than, you know, people were talking about it because they found so much, uh, so many decorations and it all just really looks so, so nice. Um, it's, it, it is a shame that it's only, you know, uh, essentially a one week film, uh, a two week show that we're getting of, uh, this beautiful set, but it'll live on Paramount Plus or P Plus. I'm sorry, Santa, uh, for, you know, a long time to come. Um, so P Plus again, <sighs> Santa called it P Plus. Oh, in no. his little uh, riddle at the opening of the season. Um, but actually, before we get into, like, this specific episode, Amon, are you, like, I know you're rooting for Josh and obviously Taylor, but, like, is there anybody else on this uh, list? Or I guess anybody, who are you not rooting for that uh, that are still left? Is uh, an easier question. I mean, Cam and Cody were sort of the ones that I was sort of the most annoyed to see. Um but everyone else, like, I really wouldn't have a problem with them winning. I mean, even Nicole. Like, I rag on Nicole a lot, but, like, it, she truly is a, a a BB archetype all within her own. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, while, yes, I'm definitely probably rooting for Josh and Taylor a little bit more so than any of the others, I would not mind seeing any of the others win either. Like, it's it, – it, it's it, – anybody could win. Brit- oh, of course, and Brittany. Brittany could win. Anybody yeah. could win, and I'd be fine. Like, that's part, you know, that's part of the greatness of having a cast like this is, you know, there's, there's someone for everybody and you probably like most of the other people, like, you know, just as much as your fave or a little bit less. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a good time either way. I think, Scally, I've decided that I want Brittany or Danielle to win, uh, because, Everybody else that I would want to win, which is Taylor, uh, is already a Big Brother winner. So I would like Brittany or Danielle to be a Big Brother winner. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Danielle does definitely deserves her 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 crown, and so does Brittany. So yeah, Mm -hmm. fine with that. I agree. I agree. They would be the most fun, especially because I feel like we came in here and people probably counted them out. So I would be excited for the winner of the all comp show to be like Daniel Reyes. Like that's how she wins her game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, given the comps that we've seen so far, it does seem like that's, you know, within the realm of possibility. It's true. Um, so I just yeah. hope that so many people have been theorizing, Oh, this is like a big test to see if, you know, we're going to enjoy the show without live feeds. I'm like, first of all, Reindeer Games is not Big Brother, okay? It's not. And this is very fun, mind you. This is a lot of fun. It's the Big Brother house. But it's not Big Brother. Um, so I'm just hoping that what they will take away from this is not that we don't need live feeds, but we just need more comps like this. It makes the game so much more interesting and so much more topsy-turvy. And it's just, it's a more equitable thing when it happens this way. So I just hope that's what mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, it's not about not having live feeds. It's about having a cast with almost no flops, uh, <laughs> like, you know, lesser than a regular season, but having equitable comps, about having people who are actually there excited to play the game. Like, that's all what's fun. So it is, and not like forced diary rooms. That's the thing is, like, they trust these people to yes. be themselves and deliver good diary rooms. And, like, even Xavier, who is not the, like, most energy in a diary room, is still authentically being himself. And I would rather that ten times over many of the things that we got uh, not as much on BB25, but in many other seasons before. This yeah. season's been giving me uh, a lot of, uh, so, you know, just through two episodes so far, I feel like, the, I don't know if they're taking inspiration directly from House of Villains, but it feels like it. House of Villains, which came on the scene and is a show that's fully making fun of itself or allowing the people on the show to make fun of themselves and the show as it's going and really break the, the fourth wall as much as possible. Um, and the cast, I mean, with Cody's, you know, blunders and everything he's saying out loud and uh, watching him fall and just like all these little 
little things that um, Brittany complaining about the fact that her uh, that she didn't get safety and then complaining about the fact that uh, Cody did get safety or whatever she was complaining about as far as safety went in episode one. It's just like different things that I, I would imagine uh, a standard Big Brother season would never show us because they take themselves way too seriously, um, even though it's Big Brother and the point of the show is to not take themselves seriously. They still kind of do. Um, and I hope that they're leaning more into this direction going forward and see the reaction from fans is like, oh, no, this is actually fun. We're having fun. Uh, do more of this. So we'll see. Yeah, like I'm saying, I, I feel like the, the low stakesness of it all is really lending itself to that. And I mean, because, you know, you know, yes, there's a 100K grand prize, but you know that they pay these people like a, no, a nice yeah. little appearance fee. So they're getting paid regardless. So it just it allows. And I'm not saying, you know, give everyone that, that gets cast on a regular season of Big Brother a, a, a nicer check. I'm not saying that because you still want a, some level of like, bitch, I want to win this money. <laughs> but, but like, I, I do feel like when you allow people to just sort of like have a good time and be themselves. Yeah. Like it, there's like a certain level of comfortability with this cast because they just, they've been through it before. Um, and it was a week, you know, it's quick, it's fast. Like it's not this long and drawn out process. So yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, so Scally, this week started off with everybody coming back in off the heels of Cameron's elimination. Uh, again, we're reminded of the Cody and uh, Frankie of it all. Uh, the you know BB16 group is still sticking pretty strongly together. Frankie and uh, Xavier possibly making amends after Frankie threw Xavier in last time. Um, and it's just you know the the setup at the end of the last episode and going into this episode has really been heavily focused on these guys, and it just felt like you know the story of this one was going to be are they going to make it out alive or not. Uh, which kind of made me feel going into the main challenge, whatever the heck that's called, the, the jingle brawl, um, it made me feel like they were almost guaranteed to lose because it would have had no stakes if they were the winners. The edit was oh, I so... I think you could just, like continue to set them up as the opposition for a couple of episodes and like almost would the season have benefited like from that a little bit where it's like, oh, we like have this tragedy of losing someone early. And then like, you know, the big bads of Cody and Frankie are built up for a little while. Maybe. Um, but I'm fine living in this universe. So I was not 100% convinced, but, uh, if I had to bet, I would have bet on the red team here. Yeah, I mean, as we were getting into the uh, jingle, jingle bell brawl. See, it is hard to That's say, it. Cody. I, I, I understand. <laughs> um, as we were getting into that, the edit was just so hardcore. Like the red team sucks. Cody put together the worst competitors he could think of. Uh, Brittany's like he handpicked everybody that he wanted to lose, uh, and of course, you know, the advantage that Cody had won in the naughty and nice challenge, being that he got to pick his team, and you know, uh, this is the perfect team. He assembled uh, absolutely the best possible four competitors that he could. Um, um, it's not just the fact that, like, okay, that's what Cody got to pick as his, you know, punishment what, uh, or as his uh, advantage and whatever. It's the fact that they kept reminding us of how good one team is, bad the other team is. I was like, if this ends up in a situation where Cody's team wins, there are no stakes in this episode. Like, they, they're they they're building this up so that hopefully the audience will be, you know, elated when the red team wins, which they did. So, all was well. So, yeah, I, I, I did feel like at times it was just a touch heavy handed. Um, they were really driving home this idea that Cody and anyone associated with Cody were the only ones that stood a chance in any of these comps. But we already had an episode um, prior that showed that these comps really aren't going to be solely physical. Um, I mean, as a matter of fact, I mean, th this set. As, as pretty as it is, the set is crowded as hell. There is no space to really be <laughs> running around like haphazardly and doing obstacle courses. That's why, I mean, that's yeah. why Nicole came back home with her legs looking like <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But I mean, the entire montage of the Naughty and Nice Challenge was, oh, we're all running into each other. Nobody can get through a single hallway without hitting another person. Uh, right. Watch on your right. It's like, what? What are we doing here? This is this is hide and go veto, but everybody's in the house. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially like a forced like idol hunt on Survivor. Every single person is running around. Every like gift and little accessory is at shin height, so they're all knocking in all around. Yeah. Um, so it is. Look, it's a very cute set. I don't know if it's functional, but I prefer the cute. I mean, I there's definitely the a reason why all the comps have like been like not just in, not in the backyard, but like on like those <laughs> private 
lots because they just don't have the space. Yeah. Um, Aman, are they going to run out of Christmas songs to uh, reference here in these Naughty and Nice challenges? Because now we're back-to-back uh, challenges about Christmas songs. No, you can never run out of Christmas songs. It's scientifically impossible. I'm yeah. waiting for, like, where's my sync Christmas songs? Where's my, <laughs> like, there's a lot. We could have hit a Britney Spears Christmas song in here. These are some very traditional ones. I have not heard of half of these. I thought about that, too, but, like, I guess because the traditional ones are public domain at this point. Mm-hmm. Unless you feel like paying Mariah Carey, the queen of Christmas herself, a check, you ain't going <laughs> to hear an airy and all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> it ain't happening. Um, Scally, what did we think about during the uh, Naughty and Nice challenge? How many people were throwing it? Uh, Brittany was throwing it because she just won last time. Taylor is throwing yet another competition. Uh, Xavier was throwing it, even though he knew the answer. Yeah, I think it's understandable given how small the like prize was on the first challenge and how small the punishment was because – Going into this, yeah, okay, they're calling it a game-changing twist, but they do that all the time. That does not give me any actual indication as to what the advantage is going to be. So I would not have expected it to be as large as just straight up picking the two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think if people knew that's what the advantage was, that many people would have been throwing it. But I don't blame them, given yesterday's events. Yeah. Um, and the advantage slash disadvantage for Cody, yeah, being vastly different from what Brittany got yesterday is, uh, hard to super predict. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, understand the motivations. And they definitely said as much. I think, I don't remember if it was Josh or Taylor that tweeted it out during the episodes. Oh, and shout out to all the, all the players that are being like so active. Like, obviously I'm sure CBS was like, can you guys please, you know, promote the show? I'm sure that there's a little bit of that going on, but it is still cool to see them, you know, uh, live tweeting in real time because that's Mm -hmm. a rare thing for Big Brother because they're in the house, you know? Um, yeah. Of course, you get the people that are, you know, evicted pre-jury that get to be alongside of us, but <laughs> you don't really that get goes to well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't typically get to see people that are currently in the house also tweeting alongside. So it is sort of like a whole survivor moment for the Big Brother players. So I, I enjoy that a lot, actually. Great. Um, also, before we get too far away from uh, this thought I'm having, do we need to put out like a search warrant for Derek X and Tiffany? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that, too. I figured, in my mind, I was like, there's six episodes, right? And if Jordan was the only one that was going to be there for the first one, then maybe, you know, it'll be DX or Tiffany next, and then whoever didn't go for the third one. And then, like, I'm not sure how they would divvy up the last one. Maybe all three of them are there for all three of the remaining episodes. But I don't know how they're going to do it now, because Jordan's been there twice. And you can't, you can't, they won't be able to equally divide them unless they have just one person hosting the finale, which seems a little weird to me. I mean, they had one person hosting the premiere, so I'm going to guess that that's what they're doing at this point. But we, Scally, we were saying that we thought it was going to be like one, two, three, one, two, three, but instead they're doing one, one, two, two, three, three, which is just, it's like they're only filming over the course of a week. It's not like uh, Jordan couldn't commit to being away from home for a week. I mean, maybe that's the case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they couldn't pay for the hotel for a week for all the They paid for Christmas to invade the entire house uh, from all quarters of the globe. Yeah, they're cutting costs whenever they can. That tinsel looked expensive. I think that it was a lot cheaper to book Jordan for a day than it was to keep her there for the whole time. So I don't know. She's probably getting just as big of a check as the other people that are appearing on the cast. And you have to keep her there. And like all the other people are just living in whatever hotel room. I they were feel cutting. like they all have to be there in the end. I feel like all three <laughs> hosts have to be there for the finale. So. They don't have to all host the finale, but as far as like when the winner is crowned and everything, I feel like the whole cast should be there. That's I was going to say, do you think that the whole cast, all the evicted players, will be back for that? If 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 it really did take place within just one week, I don't see why not. You yeah. know, like just just have them all just come back and congratulate whoever won. Like that's. That or be a part of a challenge. I don't care. If, yeah, yeah, do something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Scally, maybe they were saving money also by having uh, terrible clothing uh, picked out for them. I saw you and Kirsten 
uh, complaining about their wardrobe in this episode. I was so annoyed. Because I was like, Christmas pajamas, that's so cute. I love Christmas pajamas. My whole family gets Christmas pajamas the night before Christmas. Everyone has to wear them to bed. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. whole thing. It's a requirement. Um, and so, even if they don't check the size and you get a wrong one. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you better like, squeeze oh. in. You better tighten it up. You gotta do something. So, um, that's definitely a thing. So, I was very happy to see the Christmas pajamas. But then when it was like, oh, was this the lost and found bin? Because why is everything mismatched? And not even like, oh, <laughs> these two look cute together. Like, there were some combinations where I was like, this is clashing. This is bad. I do not like this. And But, like, they, they literally, like, they went to Old Navy, I swear. Like, the, the jolly shirts <laughs> that the green team was wearing, I'm like, that is right off the Old Navy rack. Like, That's they true. did not, you know, go too crazy to, to find all these clothing items, which is not necessary. It's it's Christmas time. You can find Christmas clothes anywhere. Um, yeah, it's fine. As long as they get different outfits every episode, I'll be satisfied. I like that. Yeah, they have to. (laughs) And I I was happy that they switched out. Like, if they were going to switch into team uniforms, I was like, I'm less mad. Yeah. If they kept Xavier in that same sweaty sweater he was in yesterday, (laughs) no. He was sweating bad today, man. Yeah. Um. So Cody is going to end up winning that uh that challenge after a correct guess of Deck the Halls. Uh the cranky carolers show up to uh sing some Deck the Halls, which was a very flat moment for me. Like yesterday we had the insanity of the DJ that showed up and it was like, I don't know what just happened, but I'm never gonna forget that it happened. <laughs> this I wanna forget that it happened because it had no impact. I thought they would at least bring like uh I don't know, somebody in that we recognize, the screaming guy. Where's the screaming guy? Yeah. That's it. Like, it was just, like, yesterday was, um, like a parody of, like, both a DJ and a Christmas song. And today was just actually people caroling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Legitimate carolers. And I already. Make much sense. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen better, um, singing brought forth on, uh, House of Villains, um, recently. So I was much more impressed by that. Now to (laughs) jump over here, like, "Mm, it was fine. (laughs) Yeah, not as memorable as yesterday's musical act. Um, So Taylor knows she's screwed because Cody uh, is going to have the opportunity to do this disadvantage. Uh, Again, he's going to get the chance to pick his teams. So he goes up to uh, Santa's office to have some meetings. Uh, Scally, he's going to uh, make this commitment to Frankie to put them on the same team together. Uh, He's also going to pitch to Xavier that he wants Xavier to be on his team. And he gives us a confessional being like, yeah, Frankie wasn't here. Xavier would be my closest ally, which I was like. Fully checks out. Like, this is the exact yeah. type that Cody would go to try to make his closest ally, Please. you know, the, the next biggest bro in the house, um, a hundred percent. Uh, and then it's just a matter of who's going to be the fourth person on that team. The number of times that Cody was stamping his feet that he couldn't put all four men on a team <laughs> through this episode, <laughs> it truly, like, everyone he talked to it'd be like you know Brittany, uh you're cool but i really wish i could put all four men on my team it's like why are you telling like okay um i like, just stop saying it and i i even thought about it as a joke and i was like i'm not gonna put it on him and then he just verbalized it over and over and over mm-hmm. and over um so i just was kind of surprised he didn't go, go through it at that point just go on the challenge <laughs> go be with your brother i don't understand like Oh, I was so happy when we found out that these comps were going to be like equal parts mental strategy, a little physical in there too, mm-hmm. because you you just should not be able to walk in there and expect to just be able to beast out like that. Like, go to the challenge, please, if that's what you really want. Kind of but feel I like Paul might given. Oh, God, sorry. I was just going to say, I have a feeling he doesn't really want the smoke because when he matches himself up with some of those other people over there, he knows that he's not as strong. So yeah, going to be a little pipsqueak under uh, Johnny Bananas' shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, Paulie might have given Cody a warning to like not work with Josh or not trust Josh fully, and then I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that Josh is not on Cody's direct team right away. Um, but uh, <laughs> that would have surprised. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the scene of Josh and Cody talking when Cody is essentially letting him down that he's not going to be on his team, which again is being hyped up as like, you're going to lose the challenge if you're not on Cody's team. Danielle is like, in a form of Danielle Reyes, I never want to see again of her begging Cody. I need for her to repent. 
<laughs> like we're, we're we're really going to erase that before it ends up firmly on Paramount Plus going into the future. <laughs> Danielle, no, I know you got to do what you got to do, but sometimes what you got to do is what you shouldn't do. Like, I'm just, like <laughs> yeah, I just I'm upset that picture exists. <laughs> yeah, well, you're one of the people that put it onto the internet in a more permanent fixture. About. So, but Someone again, I. That. I don't know why, I don't know why they were assuming, cause if you base off, like, it, like, I mean, I guess, I guess they don't really know, right? So it's a testament to, like, I guess production sort of, like, still keeping them in the dark about these comps. But in my mind, to me, I feel like these comps probably aren't going to be extremely physical. So do you really, really, really need to be on Cody's team? Do you really need to be? So just, you know. I don't know. I, I I see where she was going with it, but like I wouldn't have been so adamant about being on his team because you had just as much a shot to win as he did, and you won. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So Josh, you know, getting the uh, getting the the tip off that he's not going to be on Cody's team. He's you know he's going to take it pretty personally, but that's also just Josh. Um, <laughs> everybody else is uh, you know doing things their own way. Brittany goes to talk to Cody, um, and Brittany, uh, you know iconic in everything that she does and says in every single moment of her life uh goes to Cody and makes a you know a little joke uh that if he doesn't pick her that he is essentially taking food out of her children's mouth and uh ruining their chances you know for a future and college and uh yeah. all these things that I wonder if Cody's ever heard before huh it's almost like she's referencing uh, another uh big brother player <laughs> huh that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> just it sounds familiar i don't know yeah no now uh, remind me do, do either one of you remember who exactly uh Derek used that line on because i couldn't remember i thought it was zach that Wait, sounds which, right which line he was talking um, about how you are like by like messing with my chance in this game. You are taking food out of my children's mouth. You're messing up my children's future. Like, so. Oh, I think he used that. I think was it he Zach? Used that on, it was either Zach or it was Frankie. Uh, I, I thought it might have been Donnie. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, one, one of them. Oh, I thought it was Zach. I feel like he really tried to that. Frankie. He, what he said to Frankie was. We're not millionaires like you and your sister or whatever. Ah. Something like that. That's what he said to Frankie, but I, I guess it might have been Zach then, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like he really did a number on Zach sometimes. In that yeah, house. he really would. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but nonetheless, so that's, great that's reference. That's pitch. Doesn't, yes. doesn't know that Xavier won his season, but does know niche references to Derek's season. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's Britney's pitch. Uh, Taylor's going to talk to Cody, which is, you know, awkward. Uh, she is open. Uh, she, she's admitting to the fact that she, not admitting, like he already knew that she put the envelope in his uh, mailbox yesterday. Uh, and I guess in her mind, she's hoping and thinking that that's the only thing that Cody thinks that Taylor was working against him with. Um, obviously there was a lot more and Cody's more privy to the fact that Taylor has been very against him. Um, but he's actually thinking about putting Taylor on his team. Uh, uh, did either of you have any like thought as to which way he was going to go before we found out who the fourth person was going to be, uh, Nicole or Taylor or any thought as to like who he should have picked for his team. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, the fourth. I, I figured it was probably going to be Nicole, um, just because I think that he is still like very spooked when it comes to Nicole and rather Nicole be close to him as opposed to on opposite sides of the house. Because in the, in the event that you do put her on the opposite side of the house and you lose, you know, Nicole is probably going to be like, oh, well, <laughs> it might be time to get rid of Cody and uh, he cut my throat at the end. So he's going to go. And so. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if he was leaning towards her the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tweeted this, but I genuinely feel like Nicole was upset that she didn't get to personally take Cody out of the game herself. Um, I can't imagine that's too hot of a take, but when she's like, she's acting sad when Cody goes at the end of the episode, I'm like, you're not sad he's gone. You're just sad you didn't do it. Like she has no stake over what happened there. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yeah, literally the least involved person in the house. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, coming back, you're, you, she wanted to get her revenge on him, and she got her revenge as in he went home before she did, but she had nothing to do with it. Um, Cody, uh, again, ends up picking his team. It's Nicole, Frankie, and Xavier. Uh, Brittany, is Brittany the one that, that gets the confessional saying that they're the expendable losers? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Josh is the expendable loser. The other three, oh, or right, the other right. two, rather, are losers. <laughs> they're all just losers, but Josh is an expendable loser. <laughs> <laughs> she eating everyone. Josh is getting kicked left and right. Danielle got him on the meatball comment the other day. <laughs> He got him with the expendable loser. Like, damn. Meanwhile, he's having the time of his life. Like, like, with it's almost like he's having a back and forth with production when he's in the DR. He's like, you guys, you put me in this house with a bunch of meatballs. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I'm liking Josh. Don't do that impression. <laughs> I'm liking Josh too. I think he's. I, I think he's been having the time of his life because we know that he really wanted to come back and do All Stars, but then him and Casey's dumbasses went and got COVID. <laughs> so, um, I, mean, yeah. I guess I shouldn't blame them for getting COVID. You can't really, I mean, well, you can control it. Well, you can still call them dumbasses. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could not be partying at a club in Miami. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scally, I wanted to go back to a thought you had, uh, that you had tweeted out during the episode. Were you joking or were you being serious in the idea that, uh, Frankie and Cody's teammates should throw the challenge? Well, in thinking that it would probably be two people in the, um, the, whatever, the Santa showdown. Showdown, yeah. Um, I thought that, like, why not? <laughs> like, why not? Now, being that it ended up being three, uh, I think that, okay, like, egg on my face, probably not ideal for the both of you that would be the other two people throwing but i think it's worth considering a hundred percent i mean also imagine like big brother history if we can like look through at bb16 frankie and uh beast mode cowboy in that veto competition uh frankie powers through that one even though his teammates trying to throw it and then here we go reindeer uh, reindeer games years <laughs> later and his team throws it again to get him out that would be just so funny <laughs> too good i just think I need you should- it consider it at least especially depending on who ended up on the team like if daniel's ending up on the team like i mean why not as we as we get into talking about the challenge it was uh tippy trees uh it it looked like there was a a world where xavier could have been throwing it or he was just bad at his section that he was doing but um people were speculating whether or not xavier was throwing i was going to theorize that he threw it until he did finish uh his section i was like we're gonna give him credit <laughs> we're going to thank the king for throwing uh but i'm not sure now i need to hear it from but him he finished I mean, his section while the third person was going on the red team so it's yeah. not like he finished it right away sorry I'm no. he was like you know very upset about the fact that danielle and taylor and josh you know easily just did not choose him for safety so mm-hmm. It, you could make that, but then I also feel like, why wouldn't he just say it at that point? Like, I kind of, like, wanted to throw it. Because, I mean, they were so gung-ho about throwing the the other comp. Like, why not be <laughs> gung-ho about throwing this one in the confessional? So, I don't know. I, just, I feel like he was just having a little bit of a little bit of trouble with it, to be honest. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were, you know, doing their best to strategize before the competition started about wingspan and all this stuff. And then as it gets going, the red team is just flying through it, even with Taylor's disadvantage of having to do this little tiny tree before uh, they got mm-hmm. all onto the main trees. Uh, and the red team just dominated, uh, even with Josh uh, a little bit shaky at the end there. They just had enough of a lead that it wasn't a problem at all. Cody didn't I even loved, get liked. I love that they were able to pivot like that because, like, uh, Taylor was trying to tell Josh to do it. Uh, bottom up or whatever or top down and mm-hmm. Brittany was like ah, I don't know about that and they were able to switch that up I thought it was just like it's kind of like a nice full circle moment because fun fact the first like dangly balancey comp was um inspired by Brittany's first pregnancy um because this was like the first one took oh. place in BB19 or BB15 when they were doing like the the baby like crib Cradle. mobile yeah, yeah. And that was all for Brittany. So, you know, and then she ended up being the one to sort of like pull out the win in this one. So I thought that was just a nice little bit of BB lore. That's very funny. I would never have pulled that out. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. I remember that. the comp net when you mentioned it, but I never would have remembered yes. that on my own. Again, yeah. great memory of uh, <laughs> people here. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, Scally. I, I did think it was very funny when um, <laughs> Brittany was like, try from the bottom. And Dylan was like, no. Oh, actually, we could try that. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> In game mode. And I feel like that's just like Taylor is a competitor. <laughs> she yeah. knows what she's doing. But it was funny. It was like it processed. Actually, a good idea. <laughs> yeah, she was like, actually, you know what, Josh? Go ahead. Listen to it. <laughs> So the red team pulls out the win here. Uh, underdogs come through, upsetting Cody and Frankie, uh, tremendously, who really thought, you know, Cody had, uh, pulled out, like, the ultimate, uh, comp beast team that could never lose anything at all. But they did. They lost. Uh, and then they're gonna go and have, uh, their meetings with the four losers as, uh, Jordan lets them know they're gonna have to save only one person. It's gonna be a three-way elimination, uh, in Santa's showdown this week. And, um, among the, the pitches that they give, uh, didn't really do a whole lot, I guess, for almost anybody, but, uh, the one that you mentioned earlier, uh, Xavier feeling burned by the rest of his allies, uh, I fully thought Xavier was gonna be the one saved. Nicole made a pitch that I, uh, thought to myself, I was like, okay, this does make sense. Like, if she's the one that goes home versus, uh, the two guys, like, this week was a waste with this golden opportunity right. that Brittany's talking about. Um, but I still fully thought, like Xavier did, that they were gonna save him. Yeah, I, I, I can see why Xavier would think that. And it only, like, on paper, because, you know, you have that alliance, it makes sense. But if I'm Danielle, Josh, and, and Brittany, and, and Taylor, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're putting up Nicole and Cody and Frankie and Nicole has a history of already losing to both Frankie and Cody <laughs> several years ago. So it's like, let's just take her out of there. We know X is probably good at most things. He just won the last one. If there's anybody that can ensure that Cody doesn't win, it's probably X and Frankie. So let's just stack the cards against Cody as much as possible. X is going to be a little bit mad. We'll just have to try to calm him down afterwards, and let's just keep on, you know, riding his sleigh. <laughs> Once Cody goes, sure, I would like to get Frankie next, but, like, at a certain point, we can't go to the end with Xavier. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, Nicole's going to be presumably a lot easier to beat, you know, in or at least much more well-matched for the majority of the people on the red team, so in terms of having similar skills. So I think that... Uh, you know, like if Xavier goes home, that's not what I wanted. But like, also, like, oops, like, we only have five opportunities to send someone home here. Especially now that he's shown himself to win two Santa showdowns. Like, if I'm anybody yeah. else in the house, I'm like, he has to go into every single one until he loses. Yep. So yeah, it's not looking good for him. And I'm, I expect it's going to get a little dicey. I thought that this episode in particular was going to be, like, full of tears because that was the commercial that they gave us for this one, but we didn't really see any of that. So I'm wondering what Thursday's episode is going to entail because we saw Brittany crying, saying that she hated all these people. We saw Josh, well, Josh crying is not really, you know, (laughs) not super notable. (laughs) But there was somebody else crying, too. So I'm like, you know, I'm wondering if, you know, a little bit more betrayal is going to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, there's not much um, time left, so sooner. Look at this. <laughs> at this way. point, the you know the alliance was highlighted with uh, Danny and Taylor, Xavier and uh, Josh. I feel like you know, besides the fact that it, three of them were on a team different than Xavier this week, uh, again, Xavier being the big threat that he is at this point, um, I feel like it's just bonding everybody else a little bit closer together. There was uh, there's theories out there that there's a women's alliance going on that we saw hints of in the first episode, but it wasn't like I don't know super locked in and confirmed from my perspective at least. Um, no, but if there. Exactly. Um, but if that is a thing that we're still, you know, kind of continuing on with that, uh, if, if any of those women come into power, they're now at a four, three advantage going into next, uh, the next round. Uh, you know, I, I don't see why not. Yeah. I keep throwing in Frankie and Xavier. Uh, I feel like they are pretty loyal to Josh at the moment as far as they can be. Like, I almost feel like Taylor's more loyal to Josh than Xavier, even though she made it seem like it was Xavier. I don't know. Um, but well, she they, is they, saying that Xavier is her weapon. Like, I feel like if he were just solely your ally, you wouldn't need feel the need to, like, be using him as a weapon as well. So I would not be surprised if, like, she ends, like, if, the, if there is a chance to, like, go either which way yeah. if Josh is the one that she chooses. But who knows? Who yeah. knows? Now, we know that Danielle and Josh are pretty close as well. So 
you know, is looking like the numbers are in in terms of like which women would favor Josh is looking like Josh might actually have the upper hand because maybe Nicole favors Frankie. Um, I'm not really sure who Brittany would favor out of out of the three remaining men. But I would have to assume it's not Xavier based off of the last episode. <laughs> um, so that leaves Frankie, which, you know, her, Danielle, and Frankie could have like a little, you know, multiverse alliance, you know? Mm-hmm. So who knows? we did see Nicole talk about how she's like, I don't know why, but I do like Josh. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I do think well, that, Brit- you know, Brittany might go that direction. Who she- knows? Uh, oh, you're talking about Brittany or Nicole? Sorry, I meant Brittany. I, I realized I said Nicole. Okay, I was gonna because I was gonna just uh, talk about Nicole. Just the fact that she literally has no allies here, like no natural allies. Um, other people have like formed groups, and like the closest person that I feel like she is uh, with right now is Brittany, who is somebody she came into the season with beef, and they squashed it just so that they could get a little farther in the season together. But genuinely, seems like that is the closest person she has in this house. Usually, Nicole okay. can find somebody uh, to work with and and actually have like be loyal to her and vice versa. But I don't know who that is for her here. It's not uh, you can say it's frankie but i don't think so except Loki, she, was, kinda... she was brought back for the whole rematch with cody and yep. that's pretty much it like she sticks to herself now like i mean she was the main one crying at the end of bb22 saying yeah this wasn't a good experience i'm not coming back <laughs> ever <laughs> and now her ass is sitting right there <laughs> so guys yeah. i mean loki after the last episode i think i would have said that nicole's in the best spot in the house Wow. <laughs> like, she's playing the two sides, and she Cody is. goes here. You she know, is. who's targeting her? Like, I think that it's probably difficult when a lot of these are going to end up being, um, like, save people rather than send them in. But I think she's in a perfectly fine position, like, between the women and now, like, Frankie. I think that she's fine. I'll give her the second best spot. I'm going to say Danny is number one. Okay. That's a good, that's a good, that's a, a good alternative. Yeah. Um, and just will help me sleep better tonight. So <laughs> I um, do have also had yeah. the green team won. Who do they save on the red team? Very good question. Uh, so it's Cody, Frankie, uh, Xavier and Nicole that are winning and their options. I'm just resetting the board out loud for all sure. of us. Their options to save are Brittany or Danielle or Taylor or Josh. Um, hmm. Something tells me that. Danielle might have the upper hand here because I do, I do think that like when she was begging Cody, oh, spit on the ground, um, to, (laughs) to stay, I do, while it didn't work in keeping, getting her onto his team, I do think that maybe it could work getting her saved. Um, Xavier might try, Xavier already is in, he, well, he presumed in an alliance with with her so he might grab that vote if taylor doesn't snatch it away from him um and then as far as nicole goes i don't know history would say that she would not save Brittany because just because there's like a little bit of squash beef there doesn't mean that she's not willing to go back on that so yeah i i could see Danielle just or yeah I could see Danielle probably winning that vote I I don't think Josh is winning it I I think it's Josh so do I (laughs) I think it's Josh I think their uh main priority is is you know oh there's so much uh worry about all the guys you know that are left and let's keep another guy around that's another you know possible target at some point rather than it just being the target on us uh and them saying well the women seem to be banding together taylor's coming after us who's taylor closest to uh and they're probably going to perceive that to be Brittany or danielle i think that their priority would be to get a girl out Mm, i don't know yeah i could see that too that definitely makes sense I think those are the two options. I think that Cody probably is pretty vocal and like, oh, I really wanted to pick Josh and like, can we save him? Um, and I think like, you know, for Xavier, it's like, uh, how do you choose between, you know, the three members of his presumed alliance at this point? So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know who ends up being saved, but I was like looking at the alternative universe where we were watching Brittany Taylor and Danielle face off with oh this. And God. I was like, oh my God, this was really a close call. <laughs> I'm glad I let myself, you know, believe what I thought I was seeing out of the edit, which turned out to be the case, because I just didn't allow myself to go to that dark place uh, that you're speaking of. Um, Let's talk about Santa's showdown here. By the way, Scally, uh, we also didn't talk about the slow-mo shots, which seem to be continuing when they come out for a challenge. Those are great. Yeah, top tier. 
those are a lot of fun. Um, I want to get an image of each and every single one of them. <laughs> yes. Scally gets work. Oh my god. Um, Santa showdown. Uh, it's Jordan uh, tells them that she has another important message from Santa and uh, an- another long ass scroll. Uh, she pulls out. Thank God this is probably this woman's last scroll that she has to read uh, for the year for the holiday season. And uh, one of the other elves will take over soon because they have been putting her through it. Um, and really Santa showdown. Been. <laughs> they really have been. Santa Showdown is uh, another comp that I thought, you know, at this point, really anybody could win. Um, it's a bit of, uh, you know, just reading clues, going to find the right uh, solutions to these uh, puzzle clues and, uh, you know, getting five correct, five out of five correct buzz in and win. Xavier finishes first. Frankie finishes second. Cody is going home. Amon. Yeah, I mean, this was this was perfect for for uh, for. Xavier, because, you know, as we all know, he is a lawyer, and to even get into law school, so much of the LSAT is just strict logic. So the way that he was able to just boom right through that, definitely saw that coming. Um, And I just love the fact that it ended up being Cody versus Frankie. That's just like, that's what you want to see. That's good TV. It's like, who's going to, who's going to take it out on top? And uh, yeah, so, yep. Yep, and uh, just, you know, on top of that, just, you know, I, I know it's like a little bit of shot in Freuda, but, you know, a little justice for Taylor and justice for Davon. I was luck- it's lucky to see him go. <laughs> Not sorry to see you go, Cody. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Um, yeah, Scally, thoughts of the Santa showdown here? I mean, it was fun. I think that Jordan will go log those two scrolls on Goodreads and blow past her goal for the year. Oh, so no. that'll be nice. Oh, damn. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but, um, I think that, uh, it was fun. You know, it was probably the most running in a comp that we've had so far. But in general, I think, again, pretty well balanced. I think that this would have been mostly fine for anybody. It was, a little difficult to follow. I found um, both this and the first challenge of the episode not like the easiest to play along at home with how quickly everything was just flashing on screen. Um, but yeah. still enjoyable, still good, and great outcome. Yeah, and a new alliance was formed. Uh, Xavier and Frankie are now in the uh, Telescope Alliance. Um, they at the very last second, Xavier realized that he needed to grab the telescope. Frankie was watching him, grabbed his telescope, and uh, when we get back to the house later, we see that uh, <laughs> Frankie jumps into the arms of yet another tall uh man and you know grabs on for dear life, and uh that's the new alliance there. Frankie really needs to stop doing that. It's it's a lot. He um, keeps climbing these straight men like trees. Yeah, well, yeah, and then I, there was a point even where, like, Josh throws him over his shoulder and Frankie's, like, smacking his ass. I was like, mm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is not the, like, this is not Santa's reindeer games. This is, this is, uh, this is reindeer after dark, uh, with a lot of what, what, uh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. get for you know, and next week. This is someone who uh, came under fire for some of their actions on their original season. So. Yeah. I mean, like, look, if they ain't complaining, then far be it from us, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's two for two. With it. No, yeah. look, well, three for three at this point. Like, Look, yeah. they're all getting eliminated, though. So, uh, well, Frankie didn't <laughs> jump up on top of Cameron, so. Um, that we saw. As far, as far as we know, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Cue the, you didn't see everything. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's the deal there. Cody is going home. It looked like he might have been a little teary-eyed in his confessional. I couldn't tell. Uh, I don't know if anyone else noticed that or if he was just, you know, a little choked up to be oh, leaving so fine. early. This is not typical for Cody Calviori. Came in second on uh, his first season. It came in, uh, won his second season. Even on the Traders, uh, made it about halfway through the game before uh, meeting his untimely demise at the hands of one Surrey Fields. Uh, but this time, second out in the second episode. Wow. Yeah, he's he came in second again. Just second out. <laughs> ah, I think spin. maybe we should just should include this in average placement and just think about that. For now, I, I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, most of these placements, depending on how they go, will be considered going forward. Again, if Brittany or Danielle becomes a Big Brother winner, they will go into the rankings along with everybody else. So, oh, that'll be that. an endless debate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to do it. 
Um, so yeah, Taylor sends him on his way. Enjoy your sleigh ride. Ho, ho, home. Um, and that's that. Uh, Josh thinks that the game board is pretty open going forward because Cody is gone. I mean, we still have who Cody claimed to be the best comp, uh, player of all time and Frankie's still around. So, uh, we haven't rid ourselves from BB 16 comp beasts just yet, but, uh, we'll see if, uh, Frankie can survive without Cody. Didn't Cody win more comps in BB22 than Frankie did in BB16, and he's calling Frankie the best comp winner? Mm. It's all because he did that damn comp by himself without Caleb, and now he's the best comp winner of so. all time? I guess so. Jeez, I'll like, look up how many on BB16 Frankie even won. I think he won like six or something. It was, like, yeah, Taren, Taren's been uh, telling us about the stats over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he was saying that Frankie has like the best numbers going into this season of anybody. Ooh. Uh, I could have swore Cody had so many wins with BB22. Maybe, maybe I'm just confusing his total lack of overall luck. Yeah. yeah. Like, it might Cody be like, has two seasons worth. Yeah. Yeah, it might be number of comps versus like percentage. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, by the way, Cody won a fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> two fruitcakes, apparently, according to Frankie. But I'm, uh, yeah. Right. I was like, so, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else, Scally? Anything, anything else that we didn't touch on today? Um, no. I'm excited for Thursday. You know, I, I'm, nice. I'm not mad about the day off. I think it's fine. We'll all enjoy Survivor, and then we'll be back here very shortly for another yeah. episode of Reindeer Games. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm on this. The season is very promising so far. I assume you'll be with, uh, sticking with it the entire way through. Of course. I am, I'm, I'm still kind of pinching myself that it's actually happening. Like, I, I, I I love Christmas. I love Big Brother. This is like the perfect thing to get me into the holiday spirit. So I am I'm enjoying the hell out of this, and I can't wait to 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 just see how this all ends. Yeah, I'm like the fact that it's two weeks. I, at first, I was like, oh, that's not enough. Like, I want like my bonus Big Brother to be a little bit longer. Like, give me mm-hmm. three weeks, four weeks. But the fact that this is about to end, like. Uh, right before literal like Christmas week, uh, mm-hmm. when you know, like I don't know, it's, that's a time that where like, a lot it, of life it makes just it pauses. so much more special that way. I think a hundred percent of it all. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's just. Fun. I think it's it's great. Uh, the reviews have been flying in with uh, positive praise from uh, just about everybody so far. So let's hope that that continues on, uh, and we will be back here whether it stays good or gets bad. Uh, Scally has committed, so we'll be back oh. with more of every single episode of this six episode series of Reindeer Games. We are having fun. Amon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. This was this was this was so much fun. <laughs> Can't wait to uh, hear what you have to say about it. Uh, potentially in a future uh, RHAP appearance, possibly, hopefully. We'll keep our fingers crossed if that is something that may be happening, but won't confirm anything yet because we don't know for sure, but maybe, hopefully. Um, keep your antlers any- crossed, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> anything else going on and where can people find you, Amon? You can find me everywhere at Amon Adwin. Nothing going on too much right now. Um, Drag Race will be starting up again, so you can find me, Liana, and Beth in the next couple of weeks covering that. I think we might actually be coming back a little sooner since we did get to see Meet the Queens. But other than that, yeah, I'm just chilling. I'm hoping everyone is having a wonderful holiday season thus far. And happy Hanukkah to all my Jewish brothers and sisters as well. What is it, like day five? Uh, six. Day six. Happy day six. Uh, day I feel seven, like you have a, you have a, do you not have a Twitch channel to plug these days? A new Twitch channel? Mm. Oh yeah. So I do, I am starting up, I, well I have started up a, um, a gaming channel with a couple of my friends. They're all non-RHAP related and things of the like, but still fun friends all the same. Um, so we've been, uh, yeah, we've been trying to get into our gaming gig and it's, 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 there's a lot to learn. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> Um, so we're still a little rough around the edges, but you know, we got to start somewhere. So yeah, it's called Forfeit Gaming. There are four of us. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. We usually will stream every Sunday. Um, or if there's anything that's like, you know, video game related, that's, you know, stream worthy, we'll probably stream during whatever other day. So, um, yeah, check that out. It's a lot of fun. And hey, if you like Glee, check out the choir room. Uh, lots of episodes out there. Yes. And people <laughs> are still listening, which is so fun. Yes, when we occasionally get the, uh, you know, stray, like, oh, hey, uh, listen to the episode this week, it makes us very happy, so. It really does. Um, I love that. And, and we're actually going to be, uh, talking Glee again sometime soon, as we, uh, were invited back to the Glee of the Week podcast, uh, a date to be determined when we hop back over there to talk to Andrew and Allison, so I'm excited for that. Nice. And, uh, and yeah. Um, Scally, 
we just want to keep plugging away on every single uh, one of these episodes? Uh, I guess why not? I mean, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Brian underscore Scally. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. Um, anything else I'm doing, you can find over there. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter at Matt Ligori. Of course, we are regularly covering the challenge here, which a new episode will be airing tomorrow. Uh, we'll be covering that on uh, Thursday. So you'll have uh, a lot of episodes in your feed this week. Uh, either you're welcome or I'm sorry, but hopefully you're welcome uh, for all the content that we are churning out over here, including bonus episodes. We are on Patreon and uh, are doing weekly bonus episodes over there, which usually includes some coverage of shows that we are not talking about regularly, which this turned out to be one that we are talking about regularly. Um, but over on the bonus feed, uh, patreon.com slash the free agents podcast. Uh, check that out if you would like to join in on the fun over there and help support the podcast. Uh, ratings and reviews. If you enjoy this, if you're enjoying any of this, uh, at all, please, uh, leave a five star rating and review over on the podcast feed. Helps people find the podcast and, uh, the reviews have slowed down a little bit over the past couple of weeks. Scally doesn't like that. I'm sad. So we'll review, uh, review, review, but do it right now. Open that thing. Tap that button. Yes. So uh, much appreciated if uh, if uh, anyone has not yet done that and would like to do that and help us out. Thank you guys again for joining us here on this Reindeer Games recap. We'll be back with the next episode on Thursday, as well as a challenge recap coming up very soon. Uh, until next time, we hope to see you guys in the future. Take care.